0: Do you know any magic tricks? If you don't, perhaps it's time to learn one because it might improve the way that you work. And that's certainly been the case for psychology professor Richard Wiseman. Scientific American described Richard as one of the most interesting and innovative experimental psychologists in the world. And Richard's love of magic has improved his work as a psychologist in some unexpected ways. Of course, it's helpful when he's conducting experiments or research into the psychology of magic and illusions, but the lessons magic teaches about performance and holding an audience's attention have been just as valuable. So how has magic helped Richard learn how to craft remarkably better presentations? My name is Dr. Amantha Imbach. I'm an organisational psychologist and the founder of behavioural science consultancy Inventium, and this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Richard and we start by discussing how magic has made him a better psychologist.
1: I think magic's quite unique because... The solutions to tricks are normally l- brilliantly elegant and simple. And normally for any, any what a magician would call an effect, like a levitation, for example, that's an effect. Then you have method, which is how it's done. There's always another way. You learn, there's always another way. And that magic evolves. So the way magicians float people now is not the same as it was 30 years ago, certainly not the same as it was 100 years ago. So you learn there's always another way and that if you can find that way, then you can perform the trick in a a new kind of, um, a new new way. So I think that's important. Obviously, most of the solutions are lateral. You know, there is a reason why audiences don't think of them is because they're a bit like those lateral thinking puzzles where you've made assumptions and trapped yourself in a a little box. I think that's helpful. Um, So I think those are the, 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 the sort of obvious strategic ones there's also with magic if you perform a lot you have to keep an audience with you and and i think that skill obviously for live is useful but even writing wise you, you just think how can i make how can i keep an audience with me and certainly when i'm writing lay books uh, for, you know non-technical books how do you keep an audience with you um So, I always remember the first time I wrote, I think it was one of the drafts, of The Luck Factor, I'd written something like, um, I don't know, uh, one of my studies showed that lucky people miss opportunities. Uh, Sorry, lucky people spot opportunities. We brought them into the lab. We got them to do this. And my editor said, you've just given away the goods too soon. That first line, you've told us what the experiment was all about. Right. Instead of that, right. um, We uh, did an experiment to discover if lucky people tended to spot opportunities and the results were astonishing. And now you're hooked. Now you're like, oh, what did, what did you do? And it's a very simple thing. But but you suddenly realize that often as writers or speakers, we tell people the answer and then we explain the answer. And you think it's way better to hook people. And magicians are good at that kind of thinking.
0: What are some other principles that, that you've learned as a magician and mastered as a magician that, you found have been really useful in making your your other work, your main work more engaging? Um,
1: I mean, some it's tactical because I do work on the psychology of magic. So, obviously, you have to know magic to, to do that. Um, And so, they've had the, one of the most successful things, which is the Quikology YouTube channel, which started really early in, uh, within two years of YouTube being out there. And we did it just because – it was a fun way of sharing content but I certainly weren't doing it for money and that's another big driver on this is is i always think you can tell passion projects from projects the person's getting paid for and doesn't really want to do it it has a <laughs> it has a flavor and uh, and you can tell you know with it i don't know what it is but within seconds of somebody starting to give a talk you can tell whether they want to be there or not <laughs> <laughs> and, and if they don't want to be there, you sort of think, well, I'd rather I wasn't as well. Uh, so, because uh, it's hard when you're giving the same talk again, 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 again. Um, and so one of the tips actually, which actually comes from a magician. I shouldn't read. a very famous magician, but I won't say who. That The problem you've got as a speaker is you're going to walk out and give this talk. Uh, in fact, what I'm doing at the weekend doing the luck talk, I've been doing that talk for 20-something years. You have to walk out and it has to feel to that audience like this is the first time you've given it and you're giving it for them. And I said to my friend who's a magician, how do you cultivate that? You're doing your act twice a day. And they said, it's really straightforward. I stand in the wings and I tell myself the truth. And the truth is that one day, I won't be doing this. I'll be too old or the audience won't turn up or I'll have an accident or whatever it is. I won't want it. One day, I will not be doing this. And he said, I let the sadness of that go into my bones. And then I think, it's not today, though. And I walk (laughs) out. And I do that now. I do it because – you, and that keeps you in that moment because you won't be anything you do, whether it's writing books or making videos, where you, I will not be doing it forever. There'll come a day when I'm not doing it. And we all assume these things are going to continue. They won't, they won't. So live in the moment and enjoy it at that moment and for a live event that, that I think carries. Um, so, so I think those, those are all kind of magician thinking things. Magicians tend to be quite a, a thoughtful lot.
0: I hope you enjoyed this little extract from my chat with Richard Wiseman. If you're keen to listen to the full interview, there is a link to that in the show notes. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howIWork.co. That's howIwork.co. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Imber, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.